Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. What do you guys want to talk about? It is May 31st, 2023. I want to thank you guys for uh, being here with me today. Been a rough one, but I'm glad to see you guys here, hear you guys here, and talk with you guys. Jimmy Van is not here today. Uh, he'll be back next week. But as is tradition, we do the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast each time that he's not here. This is a completely super chat and humper chat driven show. So as long as you guys are here, I'm here. Then we do the post show over on FightfulSelect.com. Just $5 a month gets you all the scoops that you want. But if you want your question or statement read on the air, addressed on the air, or the topic uh, that you want discussed on the air, uh, send a super chat. Send a humper chat. You can go to humperchats.com and uh, send those in as well. We would greatly want to hear from you guys and see what it is that you guys want to talk about we've already got a couple but uh i'll get the get a few plugs in to sort of uh give you guys a little bit of time we got the aw post show tonight we've got uh spotlight on thursday roh and impact post show on thursday smackdown post show friday grapsity saturday if you're here on youtube.com slash fightful but on fightfulselect.com I did the backstage report on Monday. Steven Jensen did the Weekender, which covers all your indie news. Uh, we had the Select Style podcast with Scott Edwards covering Japanese wrestling on Tuesday. Then, of course, I've got the post show today. Reg and Phil are back for Ask Grapsity on Thursday. And again, if you like this format, just asking what we want to talk about. That Q&A, my Q&A that drops every week, it's a good time. Jimmy's going to be doing a Q&A very, very soon over on FightfulSelect.com. So, uh, yeah, lots of lots of stuff coming your way. I'm going to be traveling a lot. Denise is going to be. Uh, we're going to be all over the place giving you guys as much coverage as we possibly can this year. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard says, SRS, are there any reports on how Mr. CJ Lilly is doing? Denise didn't know last night. I have not heard anything about this i hope mr cj lily is okay i didn't know that anything was was going on there please if somebody legitimately knows please update me because uh, mr cj lily has been a, a a longtime supporter of fightful both in the chat and, and just in general and uh oh it's after the the alexa <laughs> pregnancy announcement 
That's why, because Mr. CJ Lilly always sends in Alexa super chats. I'm sure that he is ecstatic for Alexa Bliss, as as we all should be, uh, welcoming her first child into the world. So incredible. Uh, we had reported on Fightful Select today that uh, that they didn't have creative plans for her for a long time. Uh, and that I don't know if they knew that this was in route or anything like this, but I'm just incredibly happy for her. Early predictions for Money in the Bank winners. Well, I'd love for it to be Cody. I don't think it's going to be Cody at this point. I think Becky Lynch will almost have it, and then she will, like Trish, will cost her the match. Wouldn't doubt that it might be Zoe, but I think Raquel could be somebody that ends up winning it, and that could be pretty cool. Dominic might be one, right? Uh, But... I want whatever woman who does win it to hold it for more than 24 hours. Um, and uh, that's that's a trope that I've wanted to see rectified for quite some time. Like, Because you haven't seen anybody since Carmella. Jake Salazar says, also any word on Layla Hirsch? I'll have an update on that on FightfulSelect.com soon. But right after this show, I will have an update on a returning wrestler uh, to AEW on FightfulSelect.com. So you'll you'll want to tune in right after that. Right after this show. Sorry. My, my words are a little jumbled this, this afternoon. Brandon says, Any truth to Punk being in Vegas for Double or Nothing? I saw Lars post something with him on IG, and the hashtag was something to do with Vegas. Uh, yeah, there was a, a Rancid concert. Uh, it was like punk rock bowling. Uh, it was a thing that Rancid played. And it looked like CM Punk was there. I can't say for sure that he was, but it it certainly looked like he was. But uh, I think that that this, I mean, it's full steam ahead right now. They're, they're planning on it. So I look forward to Punk being back on the 17th, is it? Uh, I've heard nothing to indicate that he wouldn't be back. So I think that it's just, I think it's a matter of time. Jay Miller says, have you heard anything per the report by better wrestling experience at NXT call-ups soon after the fallout of battleground? I'm sure there's going to be consistent call-ups like throughout the year. Like I don't think it'll just be one time a year now, Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm again, I'm not familiar with this source or anything like that, but I haven't necessarily heard that. It doesn't mean that it's not happening. Uh, people let things go and, and things get reported all the time, but I haven't heard that, but it would certainly make sense, right? Like, like Cora Jade and I wish the Creed brothers would get called up. And I, I wish that, I don't know if I wish Braun yet, because he, I think he's starting to come into his own as a heel right now. Let me make sure I tweeted this link out here, by the way, guys, a reminder, you can get in Humper chats as well. Uh, to get your question or statement read on the air. We greatly appreciate all of you that are here. Any word on the extent of Jamie's injury? I haven't heard of a specific injury. I, I heard it was an injured versus hurt thing, and she's hurt, and she it, it's – I don't know the specifics of the injury. Uh, but I, I look at it, and I'm like, okay, well, she was all right enough to work what little bit she did there. There – they're uh, planning on bringing her back in in a premium role whenever it is that she's she's ready to go. So whenever 
one of these situations happen, you don't know if it'll be a couple weeks or it'll be a situation like Rosa where she's looking at at least like maybe upwards of a year, right? Like a long time that she's been just sidelined and doesn't know she'll have to have surgery or, or whatever that may be. So there's a, a number of variables there that you got to look at and you got to, Oh God, somebody said BWE's boozer. Listen, listen, I just want to say no. Uh, people ask me about the boozer thing. Rundowns are one of the more common things that you can get a hold of in wrestling. We've posted them since like 2018, right? Uh, I don't know this person personally. I can tell you they tried to feed me some stuff several years ago, and uh, I didn't. I couldn't get it on a second source. It came from a rundown, and then. I noticed this person, as I didn't respond to them, get a little needlessly aggressive towards me as a result of that. And um, just don't feel like dealing with them. Uh, maybe if if they wanted to sort of uh, refresh things on on that front, things would be different. But eh, it was just a little bit unnecessary. And that was the person that Zero said was feeding him news for a very, very long time. And we saw how that ended up. Uh, but largely, I mean, I've seen this happen like it would happen with zero last year with a new person this year, uh, a person on Reddit two years ago, they'd get rundown information because sometimes those go to people backstage. They go to people ringside. They go to international distributors. They go to domestic distributors. They go to the people that queue the commercials, a lot of stuff like that. And then they step outside of that and they try to become like a scoopster, which, Hey, more power to them if they develop the sources. But a lot of the times it doesn't end up working like so far. 100% of the time, it doesn't end up working like that. We uh, got a new exclusive news first and then moved on into the rundown stuff. But I've also heard that you know, maybe they're trying to track those down, which is why I didn't post it on Monday. Nicholas says, any projections for the Bengals starting O-line for the opening game against Cleveland? Left tackle. Ice cream trucks going by. I hear it. Um Left tackle will be Orlando Brown. That That's who it's going to be right now. They're going to have Jonah Williams at right tackle. Lyle Collins will absolutely not be ready in any way, shape, or form. Cordell Volson uh, will be the starting left guard. Ted Karras is going to be the starting center. You're going to have Alex Kappa at right guard, and it'll be Jonah Williams at right tackle. Uh, I know that just Lyle Collins is going to be ready. And uh, I don't think Jackson Carmen will start over Jonah Williams. I don't think Jonah Williams will sit out because it's his free agent year. Uh, it's his contract year. So I think that he will uh, likely just play through it and try to make a case for himself as a left tackle, which didn't work out great for him, but I'm hopeful that this one does. Do you think wrestling twice in one day was a factor in Monet getting injured? Uh, both her matches were pretty physical, and she hasn't wrestled on a consistent basis in over a year. Well, I'm, I'm certainly not a doctor or anything like that, so I don't want to speculate. But we did have a report, an update on her injury on FightfulSelect.com. And uh, what I had heard was they were hoping there was no break. There was a lot of swelling. They couldn't tell initially. But... Um, yeah, I, when I think about Mercedes and how she's been in the ring and how she's she's been since she's been back, she's working a physical style no matter what because she knows that's the level in which she's got to live up to. 
I don't want to say like, I felt like that might've been the reason for punks injuries, his back-to-back injuries. Right. But Mercedes has battled injuries a lot throughout her career, but you can get hurt doing anything. You can get hurt training for the match. You can get hurt during the match. You can get hurt walking to the the back after the match. So I don't want to say that's what it is, but it certainly could be, right? I hate to not give you a straight answer there. I just don't know. I'm not her doctor. Uh, What do we got here? Do you think it's a mistake looking back to ratings and pay-per-view tickets sold to go four pillars match instead of someone who we think could have beaten MJF instead of three guys beneath MJF? No, I felt like it was important to put those three on the championship level. And they had an all-time classic match for AEW. They had a phenomenal match. I I am a little bit more optimistic about the MJF uh, title reign than a lot of other people are. because I and, and maybe this won't be the case, but the way that I've always put it is he's leaned out of doing the 2024 stuff a lot lately. Uh, he, he's done it here and there. But the way that I always put it and the way that I've explained it to anybody who will listen is if the story is he's got the belt when he leaves, well, it doesn't matter if he's got the lead in the second or third quarter. It's a matter of if he has the lead as the clock goes to zero, zero, zero in the fourth quarter. I think it was important for the evolution of Jack Perry, who I believe is going heel, for the development of Darby Allen as as a flag bearer for the company, which he wants to do. And important to reestablish Sammy Guevara to have them in this match. And if you're having anarchy in the arena, you have a a top-of-the-line main event match to people who don't even care about AEW because you've got a lot of former WWE talent there as well. I think they did great with the match itself. The build, I certainly could have done with some some more uh, out of that. Lord Zypher says, any word on potential new Bullet Club Gold members being added soon? Any you would add to the group if you had the book. Thanks for the great content. Proud select subscriber. I wish, even though Ace Austin and Chris Bay are signed to Impact, I wish there would be some sort of integration there. I think they've become one of the best tag teams in the world. And I think that they would fit in so well. Juice Robinson, Switchblade Jay White, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay are television stars, man television stars they translate so well they come across so well they have it they have that quality they just need something to push them up to the next level so as i look at this i kind of wouldn't mind a jack perry even though i know it sounds ridiculous right now Uh, i wouldn't mind a jack perry i'd keep jeff jarrett way away even though there is that connection between them but I wouldn't mind like a returning name, like a Miro, an Andrade, a Scorpio Sky. I wouldn't mind any of those either. And you add one other big name to it, and you've got a big trios there as well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Let's see here what else we got. We got uh, The Real Nerd says, do you think Tony's uh, Dynamite announcement will be related to CM Punk? Now, usually we save this for the rec spec, the reckless speculation podcast, right? But um, I think it is. I think it would make sense. And I mean, announcements about announcements and then announcements about that. Then we got to write articles about announcements. And then we got to post a tweet announcing the announcement as, as Nick Hausman did. Oh man, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, dude. And I used to be like, okay, well, it makes sense for them to announce this announcement. I'm a little, I'm a little over it. I'm a little past it right now, but I just, I'm ready for it to be announced. I'm ready for them to kick it off. I'm ready for them to do the damn thing. I'm ready to talk about the matches. I'm ready to talk about the shows. Listen, I love reporting wrestling news like more than about anything besides watching football. Uh, I, I love it. It's, it's what I like to do. I'm good at it. I want to report some, some stuff about the matches at this point. I like reporting positive stuff too. That's what I'm ready to talk about here. I did reach out to CM Punk yesterday though to ask him if he wanted uh, his Fightful Award, which is not back there right now. I have it in the case, but uh, his Fightful Award for Feud of the Year with MJF. Uh, MJF was like, give it to me. <laughs> but I wanted to see if he wanted it, and uh, they went over very well. The people who won them seemed to like them an awful lot, which is good. Uh, when I told Jimmy uh, the price point of those, I said, I want these performers to have something that lets them know that we and our viewership, our readership, our subscribers, and our voters give a shit about them and wanted them to have something nice. Kind of a broad question, but any possibility of Danny Jordan in AEW or anywhere else? Uh, I like Danny Jordan a lot. I know that she had, I think it was a car wreck a, a, like quite a while back and missed a lot of time. I don't know if it was specifically because of that, but... I think Danny Jordan's got a really, really good presence. Uh, there was that unfortunate incident this past week that I thought that that she and Dylan McQueen and Zicky's promotion handled as well as possible, where there was a, a special needs fan that got in there and I mean, attacked is the word to use, but I mean that it's very clear that there was some confusion going on there, and it wasn't a part of the match. But 
I think that, that Danny Jordan, who bumped and sold and could, could clearly tell that something was going awry, and Dylan McQueen uh, showed incredible restraint and all that stuff, I just, I just want to take my hats off to them and Zicky for, for how they all handled that situation. Um, uh, I and, and my wife have worked with, with special needs people for a very, very long time. And you have to, to be cognizant of, of how, how they feel, how they view certain situations. Uh, if, if they might get aggressive during a particular situation that they feel like they're not, that they, they might not see the, the harm in that. And I just think that those three handled it as well as possible. Um, if you needed any more evidence that Danny Jordan and Dylan McQueen and Zicky Dice were absolute pros, I thought that was a, a phenomenal indicator of it. Uh, Danny has worked AEW like at least 18 times, and she's probably been there at least two dozen times. And she worked there all throughout the pandemic and was a regular on dark and elevation, which yeah, that, that's a bummer that that's going away, but people like her will still get opportunities on rampage and ROH and things like that. Um, I think that she's one that you should look at. Uh, I think that once she starts to get her bearings underneath her in the ring a little bit more, now that she's back after missing quite a bit of time, I think she missed all of 2022. I think you're going to see her get booked in more prominent spots and things like that. But, uh, I, all I've heard of her is that she's a hard worker. Sorry, getting a little message. I hate doing these solo shows because there's dead air. Ty says, hey, Sean, I hope you're having a good week. Do you think we start to see New Japan talents show up on Dynamite this week? Maybe even Coda. I don't know about Coda this week, but I think Coda is showing up there imminently. And if I were there, if I were them, um, I would start to have them here, but I would reveal Coda in the buildup. Like you have Takeshita saying what he says, and then you do the big reveal, maybe like next week. And then you can do a big angle that sets up the five on five at Forbidden Door. Assuming they want to do it at Forbidden Door. Knowing AEW, they might stretch it out to Wembley. They might stretch it out to Wembley. Oh, man. I'll tell you what helps me stretch it out. That dollar, I mean. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Look at that. I'm going to London twice this year. I go to Toronto usually every year. I want to make sure that I'm browsing safely, securely on all of those Wi-Fi connections, airport, restaurant, arena, hotel, nordvpn.com slash Fightful does that. You browse safely and securely on the fastest VPN in the world. It's got a 30-day money-back guarantee. You get a great deal. If you're a pay-per-view buyer like me, you can get those pay-per-views much more affordably. How, you ask? Well, they've got 24-7 tech support that can help you out with that and can teach you the ins and outs of NordVPN. There's also a lot of very, very useful YouTube videos, and I'm always around to help you guys as well. But you get the best pop-up blocker, period. A lot of those websites uh, that block pop-ups will have you say, or they'll, they'll pop up and say, uh, disable your blocker. Now with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I'll tell you one situation that really helped me. I was watching Dynamite while on the plane to LA a few months ago, and then I went out of region, and I switched my VPN on. I was able to watch it on time, get that watched before I sat in line for a four-hour car rental 
Woof. But you're going to end up saving money with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I saw a discussion this week. People say, oh, I miss the old WWE Network. It was a lot better, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like the way the Peacock's laid out. Don't like their search interface. I subscribe to the WWE Network with an overseas service thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, and it, it's wonderful. I love that. It, the content's different. You get a... a I, I like watching the documentaries on on uh, the WWE Network interface as well. So that's a positive. I dig that as well. There's just uh, tons, tons with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Any word on El Phantasmo? Chance for BC Gold. I return to... Uh, to uh, New Japan recently, so I mean he's he's back. Last I checked, back in the fold. I've got to got to binge watch a lot of that. But uh, he did some stuff here in the states over the last month as well, or he was supposed to be uh, back in New Japan. But I know he did defy against Nick Wayne recently. I wouldn't doubt that he could pop up in AEW though. Joker says, why has Nyla fallen down the card? Um, I think she's going to be a big beneficiary of Collision. She's become like a Rampage regular. And I would like to see her in more prominent spots and more talking. I mean, Vicky's leaving AEW. So uh, so I think that, that it's time to let Nyla talk for herself a whole lot more. That's That's, that's her best opportunity to get over to a huge degree. Alex Fitzgerald says, I've seen people say December to Dismember 06 was better than Double or Nothing and the pay-per-view wasn't that bad. What are your top three worst pay-per-views of all time? Uh, I don't like to do like top threes and stuff. It's hard to, it's hard for me in my mind, like for Will, Will Washington, I think one of the reasons he got his job is because he has this like, this ability to catalog things in his brain that I don't have. I can tell you one of the most miserable shows that I've reviewed was AWA Super Clash. And it was Super Clash 3. That's what it was. I wanted to make sure. It's on FightfulSelect.com. Myself and Warren Hayes reviewed it. Holy crap. It was so bad. The winner of a street fight lingerie battle royal was a woman named the Syrian Terrorist who beat Selena Majors, Peggy Lee Leather, RIP, uh, Brandy May, who was in uh, GLOW. Uh, gosh, who else was it? Ivory was in that match. Hall of Famer and Luna Vachon, a great. It was horrible. Like you see stuff like a year, like 10 years later in the Attitude Era that aged better than this. There was Greg Gagne and Ron Garvin that went to a count out in like five minutes. Um, there was a Wendy Richter and Medusa match with like, like DDP was involved and bad company were involved. That went like five minutes. There was King Parsons, Iceman King Parsons and Brickhouse Brown, five minutes. Jimmy Valiant beat Wayne Bloom. It was probably one of the best things on the show because it went 24 seconds. At least it was quick and painful or painless. It was painful too. Uh, there was a Guerrero's match that had like Cactus Jack in it. And I go, hell yeah, six minutes. Eric Embry beat Jeff Jarrett. That was like four minutes, four or five. Wahoo McDaniel had a, had a seven-minute match. Samoan SWAT team, I was excited to see them 
against Michael Hayes. Nah, man, less than eight minutes. There was a horrible boot camp match with Sergeant Slaughter. Um, there was the Rock and Roll Express main event match that went to a DQ. That show sucked so bad. And Warren recommended it. And I was <laughs> it's like a little salty. But that's the benefit of those retro reviews, right? I can at least have fun reviewing something like that. For example, I had fun covering the Katie Vick stuff in retrospect because I didn't have to worry about watching it on Raw the next week. Didn't worry about how it affected my income. Have you heard if Ali and Corbin will be in NXT for a while or just a short run? I think they could both benefit from a solid run there. I don't know if they've heard even, but the I, I was told this past weekend that the free agents were done more strategically than we gave them credit for. And that proved to be true on Tuesday with Corbin and Ali showing up on NXT. So I want to give WWE their props after I buried them over uh, the free agent thing because it seems like they've used them pretty well so far. And I, I dig that. And I think that Ali and Corbin could both benefit from a, um, heavily from NXT. And NXT can benefit from them. That's what they want. They want Corbin and Ali to show talent how to work the main roster style, give them the rub, and freshen them up a little bit. Joker says, any chance we see these tag teams in AEW someday soon, Santana Ortiz and Edge and Christian? I think there's about the same likelihood of seeing Edge and Christian as Santana and Ortiz. Santana should be back soon. I've mentioned this before, but I had had messaged him when he got hurt, and I didn't hear back until recently when he got back on Twitter. He was completely like off the grid for a while. I hope he and Ortiz have made up because Ortiz is a bit of a lost soul without him. And that sucks, man, because when they got signed, they were like one of the best teams in the world. And now Ortiz hasn't been on AEW TV since the beginning of March in the ladder match. And before that, he hadn't been on Dynamite in God uh since like the summer of last year maybe spring ortiz and santana i think need each other for for this aw run matt says with double or nothing out of the way do you think tonight builds the forget forbidden door build uh what are some matches you'd like to see well the elite versus bcc is certainly one of them danielson uh versus zach saber if not if they're going to do that at forbidden door uh, I would like to see that. If they're going to do Elite BCC at Forbidden Door, I'd like to see Danielson and Saber at All In. I know that Osprey is supposed to work Forbidden Door, so I would love Osprey to work somebody that maybe is sort of out of left field. I would really like to see Osprey like against somebody who's just been killing it in the ring lately. And you just maybe you didn't expect, like you didn't see coming. I, I want to see uh, Bay and Ace Austin against FTR badly. I would love to see that. Uh, Punk and Punk versus Tanahashi or Okada would be cool, or Punk and FTR in a six man against any number of people. Uh, Darby and Osprey would actually be a lot of fun. That would be kind of cool. Uh, MJF against a top flight talent, obviously, but. I wouldn't doubt that Punk would or, or MJF would like challenge Great Ocon or 
something like that, right? Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. It means an awful lot if you guys do that. Where is Serena Deeb? I wish I had an answer for you. I really do. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been asking every week for a very, very long time. And I just don't have the answer. Mike the Jeweler says, any update on the status of Bray? Keep up the great work. Looking forward to meeting you again soon. Still waiting to ice out those shoes. I'll hit you up, Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I will follow up. It's been a crazy time. The status of Bray. Um, so I heard there was some confusion regarding what Road Dog said about, oh, we got a new writer for him. I just heard there was a little bit of confusion there. And uh, that, that maybe necessarily wasn't the case. Alexa was originally planned for that story, but obviously life gets in the way in, in many ways, or I don't want to say gets in the way life happens. And now she is pregnant. Congratulations to her. And Bray has been dealing with an, uh, with an illness and uh Oh, uh Oh, Mr. CJ Lilly runs in here. Hey, SRS comes as no surprise. I'm ecstatic for Alexa and Ryan. They're great news. And to those who are saying her career is over, she's already said she'll be back after, but that's not the important thing. Exactly. Uh, motherhood's the most important thing. Delivering a, a safe and healthy child is the most important thing. And motherhood and fatherhood is the most important thing. And on the way down was an absolute banger. So I like Ryan Cabrera. But um, there were a lot of things that threw a wrench into the Bray situation. His illness, obviously, uh, and he hasn't been back in four months now alexa you know she was written off tv she's pregnant now ain't gonna be factored in for the next year unless they do like some hologram shit all that i've heard is that, that he was hopeful that he would be back glassdoor gamer says what about daniel mcginnis for all in yeah that okay that one instead i want danielson zach saber for forbidden door danielson mcginnis at all in that's what i want absolutely do you see Pac versus Mir Pac versus Miro versus Orange at all in? I want Miro to be involved in some singles feuds. I know that he likes to pop up everyone. Well, he doesn't like to. He wants to pop up uh, and and actually wrestle, but they, they put him in a lot of multi like battle royals and all that stuff in, in four ways, et cetera, et cetera. And I just want to see him doing some some one-on-one -on -one stuff or maybe a tag team, like anything. Jay Patel says, any news on locations for AEW collision dates in August prior to All In? Thank you for all your hard work. Hope to see you and Denise in London if you do come this year. I'll be at two of them. Uh, the first one, I'll be on a bit of a vacation. But this is my hunch. If I were them, I would wait until All In sells out, then announce collision. Because otherwise, you're giving people the notion that, oh, hey, you'll be able to watch AEW more than this one night in the UK. You need to establish, first off, this is your chance to see AEW in the UK. And uh, if they sell out, then you add it. Otherwise, they can film it Thursday. <laughs> Any specific reason you've heard as to why only a few things have been announced for Dynamite? No, I, I've been asking, though. I'm sure I'll find out. I mean, they have to make changes and like, I mean, there, there have been times when people have been booked for shows and they, people forgotten to do the match or they forgot to bring them in for travel. This happens with a number of companies. So anything could be possible. I'll find out a little bit more though. If you had to pick a pay-per-view set you miss, 
what would it be? And what's your favorite gimmick match? Love the content. Well, thank you so much. I'm not as sentimental towards sets as you guys, like, or as a lot of you guys. I don't want a blanket statement, you guys. All you people. What was the the set that was just literally a big bunch? It looked like an erector set. I like that one. I like a lot of the old sets. Bash, okay, it's Bash at the Beach. It's Bash at the Beach, or it is the spring break one for WCW. I love the pool, man. I love the pool stuff. That's definitely it. Favorite type of gimmick match? Probably going to have to go with a, a TLC match. I love those. I love just stuff breaking, man. Really dig it. What do we got here? Vicky says, uh, thank you for your kind wishes. Surgery went well. Well, that's great to hear, Vicky. Thank you so much uh, for, for tuning in after your surgery. And we hope that you're, you're on the road to recovery. Sorry to keep asking. Is TK saying anything about Sting? He wasn't at double or nothing. What's happening? Well, I mean, Sting, that he did say that Sting will retire when Sting wants to retire. He doesn't want to push him into it. So Sting has talked about it. However, Sting hasn't necessarily been like, yeah, I want to retire at this moment. He wants to keep Sting around for five years if he can, for merchandising, for matches, for any number of things uh, that he can do. Like it, it is important for them to keep Sting there associated with the brand. Sting has not wrestled nearly as much as he was like a year ago. He's wrestled one time in AEW since the end of November. And then he did that match, a really long one in Japan. So I think they're making sure that he's he's appropriately healed up. Any word on if there will be new titles introduced in WWE, the SD and Raw Women's Championships being on opposite brands seems silly. This is another one that I ask about every single week, and I haven't necessarily got an answer on that. But uh, it's something that makes an awful lot of sense, right? Like, why just why not just call them the WWE Women's Championship and the Universal Women's Championship? It makes too much sense. Uh, I, I think that probably when they do those, they'll probably switch colors. But that's just a hunch more than anything. I haven't heard that they've been told anything. Any update on Mercedes? I'll have another update on Mercedes, hopefully Thursday or Friday on FightfulSelect.com. But... Uh, the swelling, they were waiting for it to go down before they saw what she was facing. New Japan had heard that it was a sprain, but a pretty bad sprain. Um, that is hardly confirmed. I'll wait for her to confirm that as well. Do the talent have to sign for a certain amount of years when signing to a company? We see so many multi-year deals. Why not sign for a shorter time? Well, it's all about the it's all about the motivations of that particular talent. Do they want a long-term deal? Do they want more money? Do they want a shorter term deal and then negotiate a little bit later? For example, I can tell you guys that when I reported Kevin Owens contract situation, I had heard that back when he restructured his deal, they asked him to take less money and he was like, all right, well, I'm taking less years. And then he signed a huge deal afterwards. Nero signed a very team friendly deal with AEW and he straight up told me when we did our interview yeah, I signed a short-term deal, and I said, Tony, you're going to be paying me a lot of money after this. And then he did, and now he's been sitting on the shelf. It's all about the motivations of that particular person. Me, myself, I signed an eight-year contract with Fightful, and I got ownership with the company. Now, I got offered more money to go somewhere else, 
but ownership was something that wasn't offered to me anywhere else. And I knew that I'd be appropriately taken care of at Fightful and ownership ensured me of that. In AEW, there are people who look at their deals and they say, well, I want to sign here because I'm doing less dates and I'm not working this date or this date. That's one of the issues that some of the talent have with Collision. They're like, man, that affects my signing and and uh, indie money now. But they can't get that anyway if they go to WWE. So there's an awful lot of things to weigh there. What what can that talent promote? Are they allowed to do OnlyFans? Are they allowed to do indie bookings? Are they allowed to do signings? There's a whole lot of things there. Do you feel that the, the build for Double or Nothing made it seem a little bit lackluster than previous years? Or was it a mixture of Wembley, All Out, or Forbidden Door? I think that you're onto something there, Scott. I think that Wembley, the questions around All Out, Impending Forbidden Door, CM Punk, Collision, sort of did push that down the queue as far as a lot of fans are concerned and made them be like, oh, okay, well, is this something that, that I'm, I'm big hype for? You know, Is this something that is, is number one on my radar? And unfortunately for some people, it didn't quite hit as well. Luke Jaggers says, Sean, I'm a fan of House of Black. Who do you think their next marquee feud is with? Ooh, the trios division, I think, can become one of the best things in AEW. And I'm going to tell you why I think it can become one of the best things in AEW. Because constantly you have to cycle people out of the main event title scene and the tag title scene. But you still need those people having something to fight for, right? And the trios titles are something worth fighting for. We have seen top-level talent compete for those titles. But you also want to protect those people, right? Like just because Adam Cole or Chris Jericho or somebody isn't in a top title feud and they're in the trios division, you still want to protect them. So somebody else can sort of take that pin for them at times. So acclaimed and daddy ass massively over, put them in there. Best friends. When it, if orange Cassidy ever loses the title, put them in there. Dalton castle and the boys, you need somebody that are perpetually over. There you go. What about cycling dark order back in? There you go. Death Triangle is always there. The Elite, the, the Hardys and, and Zay, uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. You can put FTR and Punk or FTR and Wardlow. You got Sanjay Satnam and, and Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. You got all them. Then you've got the teams like, like uh, the Wingmen. You had had the Trustbusters. You got the Mogul Embassy that are really emerging. You've got a lot of talent here. Blackpool Combat Club that can go in, cycle in, cycle out, do a short feud, Put somebody over, maybe you hot potato the title. Any number of things you can do with that division it is a very, very versatile division, and you can have the, the least protected guy there take the pin. Dilo said, thoughts on the Candido Tammy Dark Side of the Ring episode? Haven't watched it yet. Going to try to watch it today. It is mind-boggling that Candido was only 33 when he passed away. He had a lot of wrestling left in him and a lot of memories to make. And uh, all I can tell you based on my experiences with Tammy Sitch is that she is an absolute dog shit person. Just a horrible person. I never interacted with Chris Candido. I can't say positive, negative, indifferent. Tammy Sitch is one of the worst people that I've ever interacted with in my entire life. Ever. Reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Dom Ronaldo says, who are your Money in the Bank dark horses? Mine, LA Knight, Neo Sky. 
Eosky is one that would be at the top of that list for me because she's had that face off with Asuka and you could go that route. She is a credible challenger to any champion. Any champion. You put her in there with Rhea, people are going to be like, oh, shit, look at this, right? I think Dominic is my dark horse, man. I think they could go that route with Dominic and really, really troll the audience. I think there's something fun there. I think there's something fun in the, the tease of him winning it, but losing it. I think there's a lot of fun to be had there. Bizarro Big L says, wanted to throw out some positivity today. Wrestling helps me through the BS in my life. Started watching because of an AJ Lee promo. What made that love of wrestling click for everyone? Sean, any thoughts towards Forbidden Door? Uh, I know I've said this many times. I'm going to focus more on the positivity on social media and in general, but uh, I want to thank all of you that are here. I've had a rough day personally, lost somebody who was a friend to me, and uh, I just want to thank you guys for being here. So thank you, Bizarre Big L, for sending that. What made wrestling click for everyone? For me, I saw the great Muta Sting and Ric Flair in a ring. And I said, what the hell is this? Then I saw the Road Warriors or Legion of Doom or whoever. And I was like, oh my God, I've got to watch this forever. Thoughts towards Forbidden Door. Punk versus Osprey would be good. I think that could show people that maybe still believe that Osprey works this like reckless style to uh, like come around on that. And that, that's the one that I'm leaning towards. Any news on how Adam Cole is feeling since his return? His mic work is good, but in-ring hasn't been that great. Hope he's 100% healthy and can return to form soon. Even if you don't think that his in-ring is that good right now, one, he had missed uh, like eight, nine months. So again, these people got to get their bearings underneath him. He's been in there with like Jericho, and then he's been in there in like an eight-man tag. He did the Garcia match. I thought that was good. But, like, I don't think the Jericho match played to his strengths. And that's why I'd love to see Jericho in, like, a tag team or a trios feud for the titles or something. Because I think that would play towards his strength at this point. I think that right now Adam Cole needs to do whatever is best physically for him. But, I mean, I, I'll go look at Cage Match right now. I, I'm i scrolling back years, and I can't find a match as low-rated for Adam Cole. It's the lowest-rated match on record for him. So, obviously, some people look at that, and they went, not, not for me, but his health comes first. I think he's doing all right, though. But you'll, as somebody who dealt with a debilitating concussion, a lot of times you're in denial about it, and even when you start feeling normal, you still have like some of those symptoms. There are some symptoms that don't quite go away. I can tell you since my last like really bad concussion, that that made me a lot more aggressive. It made me uh, a lot more impatient and like anxious and things like that. You never know how it'll affect you, man. Have you heard of WWE has plans for the way and DIY? And do you think the rumors of them versus KO and Sammy at SummerSlam are true? I think it should be true. I haven't heard that that's true. But I can tell you that that's been thrown around. It's at least been mentioned. But so many things have been changed. Like, I know it feels like we report event story every week, but that's because every time they're told, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, Vince isn't in control, and then Vince changes everything. Anything to watch out for on DNMT tonight? 
I don't know what DNMT is. Dynamite? Mother Trucker? I don't know. Get your Super Chats. Get your Humper Chats in. We are starting to head down the home stretch. Did you see Road 2 yesterday featuring Statlander? Yes, she is very, very... I don't want to say relatable because she is a freak of nature this moment. She's so good. (laughs) She's so, like, effortlessly good. And just being her... She's a very charming personality and a sympathetic one as well. Ward Zypher says, give me Spears and Bullet Club Gold. Can go in the ring. Excellent character work and the nicest guy. Deserves the spotlight. Also history with FTR. Wouldn't mind that either. Um, also, I met uh, Spears recently and he was he was wonderful. I've got a lot of respect for him. I hear nothing but awesome things from people that he has trained. And they tell, talk about how even once he's trained them, the learning isn't over. He helps them along that process. Will there be a belt dedicated for collision? Not that I've heard. Uh, the the So what I've heard is that the latest is that it's a soft split into a hard split. Champions will float. And the, the word transfer portal has been used. Who are you most excited to see on GCW TOS 8 this weekend? Who do you think will win to face Masha? Okay, so I'm going to go look at the field. I saw who they had announced yesterday, but I want to make sure. Uh, I will catch that probably towards the end of the weekend. But um, let me see here. Ooh, I'm a big Sawyer Rack guy. I think Sawyer Rack is going to make a lot of money somewhere. I the Sawyer Rack is just a feature attraction waiting to happen for me, and is on the indies. Like people love going to watch Sawyer Rack. I think that Sawyer Rack and Masha would make a lot of sense too. And Sawyer Rack is in that unique position to where she is—I don't even want to say convincing because that—that's just who she is and what I've seen. She's just a badass, but she's also very sympathetic when she's in there wrestling men as well. But, like, if she ran all the way through and then faced Masha, I think somehow you can make this, what is she, six foot one, six foot two woman sympathetic and an underdog somehow? My God, she's great. She is great. I'm just waiting for her to make a ton of money somewhere. Uh, she is incredible. She'll be signed if she wants uh, eventually. Dante said, heard anything about plans for Corbin and NXT? I swear he has world champ material when he's not the when he has the lone wolf. Hope they're not planning on having him beat Mello like Ziggler beat Braun. I wouldn't rule it out, man. I wouldn't rule it out. And I think that actually he could have a good NXT title run and have some kick-ass matches with Carmelo. If he works the Carmelo pace, I think that he would surprise a lot of people that would be down on him. <clears throat> Paul Anthony Moss says, after Double or Nothing, Kenny mentioned still having one or two friends. Outside of Ibushi, who do you think it could be? Cody Rhodes. (laughs) No. Uh, Maybe Okada. He has talked, he and Okada have talked about how much they like being able to work with each other. So I just, I think it could be Okada. Do you think MJF and Jay White will feud over the AEW title and at what time? I think it'll be years down the line when they do. I don't think that's in the imminent plans, but I think Jay White is a top of the level, top of the card performer. Any speculation on streaming and rights? If you mean for AEW, I think we're more likely to hear about that next year because I think they'll probably get picked up for the remaining year. 
Great time for wrestling babies with Alexa, Carmella, and Ty Mello, uh, all expecting around the same time. Congratulations to them all. And, I mean, there's plenty that are playing up close to the vest as well right now, some some future fathers in wrestling. It's it's very – it's it's a good time for them. It, it's great. Do you think they do BCC Elite for Blood and Guts? Yeah, I do. Heard anything on potential Rumble locations? Uh, yeah, Orlando is a possibility. I want to make this clear, though. A lot of times you'll see local outlets reporting, oh, this person is the leader, it's the front runner, it's etc. I talked to people in WWE about this and uh, people who are familiar with it, and they have said a lot of times when they're trying to maybe create buzz around their city, they'll leak that. Any WWE returns on the horizon in the men's and women's divisions? Uh, I had heard that, well, I mean, not heard. Tommaso Ciampa is on the road to recovery. Liv's going to be out a while. Uh, I think that Kofi will be back sooner than later. Braun's going to be out for a while. Haven't heard anything new on Big E. I haven't heard anything new on Aaliyah. Um, R-Truth is going to be out quite a while still. Robert Roode's going to be out quite a while still. I uh, haven't heard a lot on that. Uh, I know that the the three NXT women with torn ACLs, they're supposed to be out all of 2023 right now, but that's the latest I've heard there. But CM Punk to AEW, does this help any WWE chances of signing him when his contract expires? Thank you for everything that you do. Well, hey, thank you for being here. I Just thank you. Um, I think that Punk showing up back backstage actually made things a little bit more positive for him to show that he was willing to play ball, even though they booted him out. I think that it, it probably helped him. Bridget, thank you so much. You're so generous. I'm going to spend some time on this one. Uh, what do you see next for Sammy and Darby? Well, Sammy's headed towards fatherhood. I'm sure he'll get some time off uh, down the line for that as well. But I want to see something a little bit more between Jericho and Sammy, where Jericho is like, man, maybe you've lost your edge a bit. Maybe you don't represent what we represent. You're getting a little soft. Now you're out having kids. <laughs> you're out playing these games. You're out. Uh, shaking babies and kissing hands, all that stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing a little friction there. I think Yas has run its course quite a bit. And Sammy has been tied to Jericho virtually the entire time. I want to see something compelling develop for Sammy. Also wouldn't mind seeing him as a potential Osprey opponent as well. I think they could do something very, very special there. Uh, but Darby is teaming with, with OC tonight, so... Maybe there is a little bit of conflict that develops. Also, wouldn't mind seeing Sammy against OC. Darby, so he had told me that he plans on climbing Mount Everest early next year, probably right around Double or Nothing, right before it. And then he comes back and does something at Double or Nothing. I would like to see him put into an immediate feud with somebody kind of menacing. Like a Miro would be cool. Or uh, a sirloin beef sons a bitch from New Japan would be cool. I think that would be cool. I need somebody that can convincingly take his offense and then give it to him and just beat the ever-loving crap out of him. I want to see something a little bit different out of him too. But uh, we're 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 gonna probably see a lot of things take shape. We are wrapping up, guys. 
So get your super chats, get your humper chats. Ali versus Wesley or Tyler Bate would be amazing. It would be. Any chance of, uh, yeah, I would, I think that Ali versus either one of these would be good. I also want to see him against some sirloin beef sons of bitches. Heard any, or any chance of Bray Wyatt coming back at all? If he does, is anybody actually going to care? Yeah, his loyal fans will absolutely care. They will absolutely care. Heard anything about AEW on HBO Max? No, and I don't think that will be heavily discussed or handled until next year. That's that's what I expect. Any word on how to watch or if we'll be able to watch All In in the U.S.? You'll be able to watch All In in the U.S. It will be happening, but they, they said that they're working through that with Warner Brothers Discovery right now and trying to hammer down what they're going to do. I mean, maybe that's what you hear about HBO Max. Heard anything on Cedric or Shelton lately? Would love for them to show up on NXT. Uh, I've not. They've been around. Uh, the last I've heard, they've been at tapings and things like that. But uh, since the draft, they, they haven't really been used prominently. They were in that Intercontinental Battle Royal, but that was it. With MJF, Wardlow, and FTR holding titles, do you see any kind of pinnacle reunion happening? I know they're not the same face heel alignment, but it'd be cool to see them together with all the gold. No, there's legitimate heat with MJF and Dax, as, as the last I had heard. Uh, so I don't think so. I wish they would. I wish they would sort of make amends there, but I wouldn't see that happening. Plus, if you're Wardlow, you're like, why the hell haven't I gotten a title shot, right? <clears throat> maybe it's because... Maybe it's because Wardlow needs to get in better shape. Did you all ever think about that? Maybe Wardlow needs FitBod at fitbod.me slash pay-per-view. Are you tired of the same old workouts? Tired of just, just the same thing? You want to make sure that you kickstart your workouts, you kickstart your fitness, but you don't want to buy a gym membership. You don't want to go get a bunch of new equipment. Well, FitBod dot me slash pay-per-view allows you to get personalized workouts and 25% off your membership, three free personalized workouts, and you can download to try it for free. Uh, all subscriptions give you full access to their, their, all their premium features. They've got over 150,000 five-star reviews. You want to stop guessing and start working. You get your next best exercise reps and waste based on your hit fitness history goals and experience that fit your life. They adapt to support you when your fitness goals evolve or your gym equipment changes. So maybe you're in one place, you have dumbbells. You're in another place, you don't. All you have are bands. They make sure that you have workouts for anything and everything. See where you stand as FitBod gets to know you better. See your muscle usage, your exercise achievements, and workout streaks to track your fitness progress. They have daily workouts, goal and experience settings, muscle recovery to see how fresh your muscles are and manually adjust based on how you feel. You can connect to Apple Health, Fitbit, all kinds of things. They have timed intervals, circuits, supersets, video demos, exercise instructions. You can ask trainers. They've got street counters. You want to check this out. Fitbod.me slash PPV. Reminder, we're heading over to FightfulSelect.com right after this. Somebody... (laughs) said that I said Coda is debuting between now and Wembley. I did not say that. I said that I would debut him between now and then. In your opinion, what are the best possible main events AEW can do to headline all in? (sighs) Possible is relative. 
CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Or CMFTR versus the Elite. For the women's side of things, mm, Jamie Hayter from the women's side is going to challenge for the title there. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. That's the one. Um, Jamie Hayter and Soraya, considering the geographical location, would make an awful lot of sense to me. Jimmy Finger says, was I the only one thinking that heel punk was going to run in at the end of anarchy in the arena and join BCC at the start of the program? It would have been great. It would have been wonderful, but unfortunately that didn't happen. I thought he would show up, say, Hey, I'm back. I'm on collision. Tune in June 17th. Then just hit the bricks. That's what I thought. I love Takeshita though. And I think this is where you open up the gate for, uh, Ibushi as well. So, by far, like, AEW's in a good place. It's one of those situations where collision, a lot of people think it might dilute things. I don't think it'll dilute things. I think it actually helps. It's going to help. But what you have to have is satisfying creative for people outside of the title program. You need top contendership stories. You need some of that stuff, too. Meet Normus said, Sup, partners. Trying to buy meat. And now his, his tweet is loading again, or his message is loading. And there's a bird in this grocery store. Sorry for your loss. Enjoy the wrestling. Thank you so much. Uh, talking to you guys is uh, sort of the best thing to make me feel better in that situation. Uh, yeah, there's there's birds in a lot of restaurants. Or not restaurants. There was one in a restaurant I was in once. It was chaos. But there's a lot in stores that I'm at. Do you see Andrade, Roosh, and Vance in the trios division? At times, certainly. They need to do something a little bit more with Vance. And uh, I think Roosh is doing good there. He's testing people, right? <laughs> uh, Andy Collins says, uh, thanks for the up-to-date injury report on Fightful. Super help, helpful to keep track. What's going on with Pac? Sometimes he's just home. Uh, sometimes he's just, just in the UK, and then they'll bring him over for shots that make sense. I think that they'll probably have him back uh, here and there when Collision rolls back around. Guys, we are heading over to the post-show on Fightful Select, where I, will where I will break news on a returning name. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, just $5 a month. Thank you all so much. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.